week and a half break now. It's been a while. We've had some technical difficulties. Uh, today, I'm actually joined by Caleb Noble at Caleb Noble 08 on Twitter. How are you today, Caleb? I'm doing pretty well. We'll be doing better if the Cardinals would do something, but, you know. I, I just want to say, before we dive into what we're going to talk about, I just want to say how crazy the past 72 hours have been. Yeah, and it's about what I expected. I told my dad was on the side of thinking people were going to hold out until after this um, inevitable lockout, which we got about mm-hmm. an hour until they announced that that's a for sure deal going on. And I was Aaron on the side of what I would do if I was a baseball player. I, I would want to know. Before. I would want to know where I was going, where I was living, where my family was going, how much right. money I'm making for the next at least year. Some people like the core series of the world, five, 10, seven years. I would want to know. So yeah. I, I, this is about what I expected when the news came of the players union and the, and the owners not seeing eye to eye on anything. And, and it makes it more fun. It really does. And they've, I feel like this year they're passing money. Like it's nobody's business. It is weird to me. I, like, I wonder what they know. I want to dive in because this is where I want to start. I want to start in Texas because not only did they sign Marcus Simeon to a large seven-year, $175 million deal, and not only do they sign Corey Seager to a 10-year, $325 million deal, they also bring in John Gray. Yes. So they are they are just loading the wagon for maybe an AL West showdown? I, I don't know. I still, have to, the, the funniest thing about it to me is I still think they're at best the fourth-best team in that division. No. You're, that's not true. They have one pitcher now. They're bet they're better than Oakland. Yeah, potentially if they trade, if Oakland trades everybody, yes. But they still have the same team, except for Mark Canna. They're not better than Seattle. They're not better than Houston. I don't think they're better than Los Angeles if they're healthy. Yeah, I guess. I guess that's maybe where you lean. The AL West is loaded, and what is like Houston? They're, I mean, no Correa. They got Verlander back. I think Houston's still the heavy favorite in that division by by a large margin until I see otherwise. Yeah. I'm not going to doubt them because, I mean, you look at those pitchers, the shine in the postseason, Luis Garcia, Framber Valdez, and um, I'm blanking on the other guy. Well, they lost Kendall Graveman. They did, but those two, I mean, those two were incredible for him, and there's they another young guy there that I am completely They had McCullers, but he was he got hurt in the World Series. Yeah, he was hurt. He was out. But he's good. He's good. He's very good. And, and then he'll be back, and he wasn't as serious, and they got Verlander back, and we know what he can do. So, and I don't, I mean, I, I still think they're the clear favorite in that division. I don't really think it's all that close. Yeah, I just think Texas, it makes it fun. I, I don't know. Them passing almost $600 million out was kind of fun. Um, excuse sorry. Yeah. Christian Javier was the other guy I was talking about. There it is. I, I, am, I am always on the side of every team should be spending money. We have these teams like Oakland, <laughs> like Tampa Bay, who love to say that they have no money, and that's bullshit. They have money. They just don't want to spend it. Right. And um, I love Texas going for it, and – the thing with them, they didn't sign. They're not being stupid and signing one, two, three-year deals. They're like, okay, we might our, our window might not be right now, but we have Corey Seager for ten years. We have Marcus Simeon for it was seven years. Right? We have both of them until they're up until the age of thirty-eight. Right. I mean, the Marcus Simeon, those two guys, we know how good they are. Right. And neither of the two have any signs of slowing down anytime soon. 
So, I mean, build those two. Everyone says in baseball you build through the middle. I mean, yes. so, their middle is pretty damn good now. Is it, is it the best middle infield in baseball? Um, if Carlos Correa doesn't go back to the Astros, then yes. Okay. Okay. That's fair. I, uh, so the thing that I, and I, I'm all for teams spending money, but then when I see the contract, I'm like, Hmm, when I've done that, right. I think everybody does that. Do you give Corey Seager 10 years, 325? Yes. I, I missed over 200 games in the past. I told you on this podcast last time I was on that Corey Seager was going to get 10 years over 300 million. That's so much money. And it is a lot of money. But here's the thing with him. He's going to be a shortstop for maybe three or four more. And then he's going to go to third. He'll be at third base. And there's not left-handed infielders like him. I don't know if you could name another left-handed second shortstop third baseman that can do what he can do. I mean, especially when the lights are on. Here's the thing. It's the bat, right? Yes. Like, you're you're paying for what Corey Seager's back can be, and that's a World Series MVP and much more. I mean, that's just – I mean. And it's the most valuable position in baseball. So I understand it. Mm-hmm. It's the health for me. That's always a concern, and I, I agree with that. That would scare me. And I, I'm sure they thought about it. But when you have a chance to bring in a guy, I mean, you're talking about a when healthy top 20 talent in the game. Yes, I absolutely. That. Um, you do it. And they did it. And could it come back to bite them in the ass? It could. But I think they're paying for three, four, five years of – Hopeful, hoping that he's this Corey Seager. And then if injuries bite him and you have a Albert Pujols type deal where the last couple of years really hurt you, that's an issue you kind of cross later on. I'm right. No, I get it. I, so I get it, right? I get it. He's the most, most valuable position in baseball. He's an elite bat when healthy. And it's the reason I would pay him that money before I pay Correa that money because I'd rather pay for the bat than I would the glove, right? I'd I rather pay for the guy I that's going to show Correa, up. You would pay Correa more than you'd pay Seager with both having injuries. I would pay him both having... significantly more than I would pay Corey Seager. No, I, I just can't. He he has a way better glove, and it's like not even close. That's a shortstop yeah, that you could see the, playing shortstop so, his whole contract. I So I'm 100% agreeing with that because I think both are elite shortstops, right? But the reason I decipher Seager from Correa is because he's got a better bat. And with their their health, both in question, both never really played over 130 games. I don't think Correa's ever done it. Correa right. has played – he played almost every game last year, I believe. Oh, he was – I thought he was at a he good – played 148 games last year. And then, okay, so he had one good year of full health, but then the, the priors, you know, he's well, never – to be fair, 2020, 60-game season, he played 58. And all okay. postseason. So that's two straight years of health. Um, I, I agree he has had a lot of health issues in his career. I just think Corey's bat's better. I, I would agree that it's – I and I'd rather better, pay for I the... think the upside with Carlos Correa is so much higher for what that guy can bring to your franchise. I mean, he's a game changer on both sides of the ball. You're right. And, and Corey Seager is the hitters out. Corey Seager's a great talent, but that dude, he can become a liability at shortstop at times. You're right. His de- you're right. His defense is not I, I get it. So okay, we can jump the gun a little bit because let's talk Correa then. Hasn't signed. Mm-hmm. Tigers already locked up Javi. Texas locks up. Seager, who is the, are the Yankees now in play for Correa? Like, I think I think they are, but it doesn't make sense to me for a couple reasons. One, what he said about Derek Jeter, while it may be accurate, that's not 
I mean, Derek Jeter is outside of maybe Babe Ruth. He is the Yankees, the whole organization's history. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Top two, three names you will think of. Whether yes. or not it's warranted, that's just how it is. And that, and I also think they love their, they love Volpe and um, Anthony Volpe. Another guy so that they good. have, that young guy. You mean guys? Um, no, he's a center fielder. They have another young, they have another young shortstop. Oh, Arnaldo uh, Peraza. Yeah, Peraza. And they like those guys a lot. And Correa is going to want to be a shortstop, I think, for a long time. And he's yeah. probably the only shortstop out there that I think will be a shortstop. If not all of his contract, at least eighty percent of it. Yeah. So I I, I am on the side thinking they're probably going to get a Connor Falefa, and maybe just stopgap it, even though that's not what I think they should do. But I think they'll be in on him for sure. Drive the price up, Man, maybe. It, it's crazy to me that like the Yankees of the past, the Yankees that we've all really known, majority of all of our lives, are we we might have great prospects, but if we can get a Carlos Correa. No matter the price, right? We they usually tend to lean that way. And I get Anthony Volpe is going to be a star. Peraza's good. They got a lot of good young talent. Their farm system's actually really good for a team that traded a lot of it away, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah. you're not there yet. You're not on Houston's level, right? You're not. You're not, not on the Dodgers level. Not close, right? You were a team that squeaked, squeaked into a wild card and lost. Mm-hmm. So if you pay Correa, right? And then you trade a Volpe or you trade a Peraza, right? And you go get another piece. How about a how about a starter? The rotation isn't the greatest. So maybe instead of stop gapping it, I mean I think their first obviously their first priority is probably Aaron Judge, but as it should be. Right. As it should be. I think it's the I think Matt Olson's gonna be the guy they really go hard after and they should. Because that's a guy that more so than Correa kind of changes their outlook on a season. Yeah. They don't have many lefty bats and that Yankee Stadium um, Matt Olson would hit probably 50 home runs in that stadium. Yeah, yeah, I don't just – I love Matt Olson. I do. And once I heard He's the so sweeps were kind of rising for him, I'm like, I'd like to see him play in a ballpark where he can just and mash. When we're talking about Carlos Correa, I mean, there's no better comparison for the player, the guy, and the aura he brings in Alex Rodriguez. No better – I'm not saying he's the same. He's – so you're saying the atmosphere, like when you're playing him, like if you're at the ballpark and he's at the bat, the atmosphere you feel is kind of similar to what you'd feel about cool. Alex Rodriguez. I get people, that. I think people hated great. him. You look at the Yankees, talking about the 90s, early 2000s, to that dynasty with all those guys. I mean, they would have signed Correa because they did. They signed Alex Rodriguez. Right, So right. there is a big difference. Um and Correa's not – I'm not saying he's the player Alex Rodriguez is because there's never been a shortstop like him. Right. But I, I don't I don't know what's going on there. It's weird. They're playing they're they're very much so like the Cardinals right now, where they're not yes. going out and getting that that guy that so clearly could change their season to Absolutely. being I, that, favorites. I that, and that leaves something open for a little later down the road that I do want to I do want to preface with both of those teams. Uh moving on, I do we have to we have to mention the largest deal like ever with Max Scherzer. Forty three million dollars a year. Mm-hmm. He's going to be 40 years old, making 43. He's actually got an opt-out. So if he's still in an elite arm, he can get another three-year deal. Well, he can get, Max Scherzer's going to pull a Tom Brady. He's going to pull a Tom Brady, isn't he? I don't, I don't think so because Tom Brady was the reason that his teams were winning. Max Scherzer was the opposite of that during the playoffs this year. And Okay, he was dog time. He was, that's the problem. I, okay, but that's not I, a sign I, of aging. I, I mean, look at Max Scherzer in 2019, and he was not dog tired. 
Right. I get it. I he was. I would not have even. I wouldn't have even considered getting Max Scherzer that deal. No shot. Oh, I think. I mean, I'm not saying he doesn't. Not. I'm not thrilled them handing out 43 million. But if you're going to hand 43 million to any 37 year old, are you picking anyone but Max Scherzer? Uh, no, but I'm not picking a 37 year old. That's I'm, I'm I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, I, I love Max Scherzer, and I love when players get paid, and he has earned every single dime of this contract. Yes, but it seems to me the Mets the Mets are a dumpster fire of an organization. Let's just get it out there. They just are. I don't know. Steve they, Cohen might have just bought them a new dumpster. Okay, we thought that when he got Lindor. Well, but, now they have Lindor, Scherzer, Canada, Escobar, Marte. Pete Alonso. Yeah, but they got a bunch of guys that are just they're just guys. Like Marte's good. Canna Canna's a good six hitter. Escobar yeah, same deal. And Max Scherzer's elite. We know that. And DeGrom. It seems to me like he's he just wanted to throw money at the at the fans and say yeah. this is gonna please them. And it it should, but they have two starters, two legit starters. And DeGrom's right. still injured. Right. No, I, I'm not saying that they're World Series, like, knocking on the door. I know. I just don't get – like, bring back Marcus Stroman. Go get John Gray. I mean, go get a couple guys. I don't understand the $43 million. I mean, they're going to have, I'm assuming, maybe a $300 million payroll this year. Yeah, they're it's already getting close. Great. And when you look at that team, is that team built like a team that has a – look at the Dodgers and look at them. They're not built like a team that should have that high of a Well, payroll. no, because they paid Lindor out the wazoo. Yeah, and I mean, look at their their lineups. Meh. I mean, it's okay. We have Jeff Neal at second base. We know him and Lindor don't even like each other. I mean, yeah, they on the like, first I... base. He's declining. They don't have a third baseman. Their outfield is. I mean, they do now. Escobar. Their outfield's Canna, Marte, Nemo. That's not a three hundred million dollar payroll lineup. I don't understand what they're doing. I really don't. I just think, like I said at the beginning, I just want to say how fun and crazy it's been. I love it. Throw $43 million at Max Scherzer. Do it, New York, because it is the perfect Mets thing. (laughs) It's the perfect Mets thing for him to go out there and not live up to it. That's what I'm saying. He's going to go out there and absolutely rob them of $130 million. Okay, this is the thing I've been wondering. What does Max Scherzer have to do for that contract to be earned? He has to win... He's going to win a Cy Young, right? I mean, I mean 43 they have to win a World Series, and he has to be their guy. And that's the thing. He's not their guy. Their guy is Jacob DeGrom. Yeah, and DeGrom is, like, still a lot. Like, not, like is he? I think he's a lot better than Max Scherzer. DeGrom is the best pitcher in baseball, and the second best is on a different planet. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like, Jacob DeGrom is the clear ace. Like, Max Scherzer is now on a team where he's not going to pitch opening day. No. <laughs> He's not. Like, He's not going to be that. in the conversation for it. No, it's not going to be a conversation. They, they know the ball's going to the ground. And he's going to throw eight innings of three-hit baseball with 10 Ks, and he's going to come out with a smile on his face. Yep. That's the thing I would like to look at that when I see a contract is I think, what can this guy do to live up to this contract and it could be a good contract? And what are the odds of him doing that? And with this lineup and the way the roster's constructed, I don't know how he's going to be able to propel them to being worth that $43 million, which is going to have to be him making probably three starts in the World Series and them winning. I don't need up to that. 
So okay, if in the, in in those three years where he gets 130 mil and he wins two Cy Youngs, is it worth it? Yeah, like without a world series, happen, they don't. It's not realistic for a 37 year old who, in all no, signs, are pointing to him. Well, that's probably what you're paying him, though. That's what you're stamina. paying. That's what you're paying him, though. <laughs> yeah, but that's what I'm saying is the likelihood and uh, is low. Is low. It's so low, and it's never been done before where a guy at that age is going to be winning two Cy Youngs in three years. And if anyone can do it, it's him. So I'm not putting it past him, but I just, I, I just don't for their team. I mean, wouldn't you have loved to see them go out and bring Baez back and maybe get, get one of those um, outfields, make a trade. I don't know what they could have done, but if it's Max Scherzer and it's two okay bats that like, they're good. I'm not saying Escobar is not a good player or Canada. They are good, but they're not elite at any stretch of the imagination. You get them a decent amount of money and Stalling Marte, to be honest, he's an aging 33, he's aging mid 30s, and he's a speedster. So I, right. you know, I don't, I'm glad people are getting paid because that's what I want, but I, I don't know if the Mets are going about it the right way. So, so speaking of a guy that got paid and it wasn't by the Mets, uh, Cubs signed Marcus Stroman, three years, $71 million. This came out today. He tweeted out, he can't wait to play in Wrigley and I can't wait to shout his ass. He played. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't understand. Why I don't understand the, the entire are doing that. Yeah, that's just. I, mean, I understand what Marcus Stroman did it because he said, "Here's seventy million dollars. I'd take it too." He, oh no, yeah, I don't think the, but, Cardinals, they, the Cardinals got a call from the Cubs, and the Cubs were like, "Hey, uh, we're offering them seventy mil," and the Cardinals hung up. The Cardinals hung up, and then the they said, "Okay," three, and then the Cardinals went and got Stephen Matz for four, uh, four years, forty-four. <laughs> I just don't. I I don't know. I mean. I guess the Cubs are hoping for a quick turnaround, but I just, with what? With what? I mean, Frank they got Schmidel? they traded. For, yeah, Frank Schwindel. They Nick traded, Madrigal coming off a torn hamstring. That's what I'm confused about. They traded um, Craig Kimbrell, their number one trade value piece at the deadline last year, for a second Nico Horner. Like they just have two of them now. I don't. I don't. Team. I don't, and then and then. Only in Korea now and on Korea now. I and now I've I heard Wilson Contreras once kind. Of, I mean, I, I not heard, once he wants out, but like, I don't know. I he don't know. Out. I don't know. Think he about it like they signed Jan Gomes. I'm assuming even, he wants out. Yeah. He probably will be out, even if he's not. Right? Is a Wilson Contreras, Rafael Ortega, and Frank Schwindel lineup going to win you more than 65 games? It won't win you that many. Yeah. Right. I, I mean, you have an ace now in Marcus Stroman, who's not an who, ace. I like Marcus Stroman. That's their ace. You don't have that's the what problem. I say was they have an ace. Their ace is not an ace. He just he's not. He's a really good. He's a solid two, great three. That's what Marcus Stroman is. And they right. paid him like he was, you know, an ace. And now he's gonna be their ace because they have nobody else. And I don't really understand just giving seventy million. Is it just to bring fans in the stands? I'm not sell jerseys. I don't know what. I don't know what they're doing. It could be that. It could be. Uh, speaking of, we'll just use that as a segue here. Um, speaking of a guy that is going to put butts in seats in Detroit, Tavier Baez, six years, $140 million. And I love this signing. But I want to yeah, say, I, I, because okay, go ahead. I would have loved it more if that name was Marcus Simeon. Here's why. Here's why. That, that team overshot its expectations last year. Right. We saw Akil yeah. Badu break out of nowhere. 
We saw Scoop and Candelario really round out that lineup. Robbie Grossman, Eric Haas. I mean, they had a bunch of guys break out last year, right? They over-exceeded their expectations. You bring in a guy like Marcus Simeon, who's a veteran, who's been there, who's done that. He's led teams. I mean, I'm not going to say he's all to give the reason that Vladimir Guerrero really broke out, but, I mean, it happened, right? He was there. He's a leader. We know he's done it. You put him with that lineup and give him a year or two, maybe 2023, you're looking at a Detroit Tigers team that's competing with the White Sox. I don't think Javier Baez has that level of leadership, and that's all I, the difference is. I love Javier Baez there. I think he juices that lineup, but I don't think that it was the best. I mean, Marcus could have already been signed, and then they went and got Javier. I don't know. I'm just saying I wish it was Marcus. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know if I'm sold on Marcus Simeon being the 40 home run guy. I, I don't know what to think of him. I, he has so many stretches of career where he's really average and then really, really good. So he has that. Yeah, but you're not paying him. You're not really paying him as you are paying a, a forty home run every year guy. You're paying him. What are they paying him? Seven one seventy five. It's really the length. Money, that... No, it's not. It's under thirty. Well, no, thirty is like the thirty is nuts. I think it's kind of crazy how the market has shifted because a few years back you're talking thirty million a year and everyone's like, "What? Like thirty million a year? That was Machado and Bryce Harper and no one else." Right. So. I, I mean, I, I like the Javi Baez signing because I like the energy he brings. I like that he's going to be with Miguel Cabrera. I don't, I'm assuming he can learn a lot from him because yeah. everybody could. Uh, and he, he's very versatile. He's a spark plug. I If I'm a Detroit fan, I'm very disappointed that they didn't get Correa. But, I mean, Javi Baez, he's an exciting guy to watch. And I, I don't know how many balls he's going to hit in that right center field gap and just keep running. But I will predict that he probably gets inside the park home run this year on one of those. Just because that's, oh, that's like a, a funny bias That's a thing. fun little bet. That's a fun little bet. <laughs> I, uh, like, that's I like the sign. Out there. I, I like it too. I, the money's the money's not bad. Like that's around what I thought he would get, maybe a little bit more. But I mean, you, I like that all these teams are going for it. That's the bottom line for me. Is I, I like when there's a lot of teams that are trying to do something. Yeah, it's fun. It, it really is. I, uh, I thought he was going to get a little less years, but I guess with all the CBA and what, who knows, I guess he asked for a six-year. I didn't really think a six-year was in play, but he got a six-year. Tigers lock him up. I mean, it's a good AAV. Funded... Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say it's a good AAV for a polarizing player in Javi who can't have a WRC plus above 130. You know, he's had those years, so I like it. Do you find it strange that the teams that are getting these superstar all slash all star players, none of them are really like they weren't considered top teams. You yeah, don't we see talked the about Dodgers it. going out and doing them. You don't see the the Yankees, they haven't done anything. And the big teams that you would expect to be going out and doing it. I mean, these small teams are they found their window of these are some potentially franchise changing players and they just running with it. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about Texas, <laughs> we've talked about the Mets, we've talked about the Cubs. We've talked about the Tigers. like, <laughs> Yeah, we haven't gotten to the Mariners yet. Yeah, I was actually about to segue into Robbie Ray and the Seattle Mariners. Five years for the side young winner in the AL. Really juiced up that rotation with Logan Gilbert, uh, with all those guys that line up. We know what they were. They were a game away from a, a wild card berth. I like it. I like the deal. I really like that deal because it's a lot less than I thought he was going to get. And I was worried about him getting in the 30s because he's not worth that. And I, yeah. I, I like that deal a lot for them. I really do. And, and Seattle is another team. It's kind of with Texas for me. I just want to see them have fun. 
<laughs> like, I think I Seattle's like, going to make the playoffs for sure this year. It might be because of the 2011 World Series, why I feel the way I feel about Texas. Like, I think I feel so bad for them, how that unfolded, that I just – now I just wish them the best of luck. Because ever since yes. then, they've just been a crapshoot. <laughs> yeah, I don't like them because they punched Jose Batista for bat flipping. And ever since then, I'm kind of off the Texas train. Oh, that did – yeah, see, that did happen. See, that was – but I think that was a good thing that happened because it created one of the greatest bat flip moments and then – I mean – Yeah, but that was after it, the bat flip when Ruggiero Dora just decked him. Was it after? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was after. But then when he hit – oh, I thought it was before. Then afterwards, he hit a walk-off. Wow. Okay. No, it was yeah. after because they were pissed off. They hit him, and then Batista went and spikes up, and then – Runetto. <laughs> Props to Runetto Door, by the way. I don't know how that guy had the balls to stand to Jose Batista. Yeah, um, right, right. I mean, he did but, it. Uh, no, I like the Ray move to Seattle. Another pitcher on the move going to Toronto as they lost Robbie Ray. Kevin Gosman, five years, 115 mil. I like the deal, too. They are, but I like that deal. $23 million dollars a year. That's, <laughs> They're just that's tossing so money. Much money. I know, and he's, he's, he's really good. I really like that. That Ray, I mean, that Blue Jays starting rotation is kind of uh, going to be, I think, underrated now. Barrios, Gosman, Ryu, Manoa, and Tanner Nate Pearson. Pearson's going to be coming up. Yeah, Nate Pearson, not Tanner Pearson. That's a hockey player. Nate Pearson. I mean, I mean that's pretty good. That's yeah. really good. You'll take Especially that. if Nate Pearson hits. Like if he hits like they think he can, where he's going to be a Cy Young candidate, I mean, good Lord. Oh, Alex Manoa's really good, too. He's got filthy stuff. He's he's really good. I wouldn't be surprised if they give him a deal here. Well, they might have. No, no, they didn't. I think they're in contract talks with him for an extension already. Yeah, someone, uh, a guy that was on the borderline and felt like of getting extension with his team, or he was in trade talks for a little bit. The Twins extended Byron Buxton seven years, hundred mil, and that is an absolute robbery of a deal for Byron Buxton. And an absolute, it is. Robbery. It is. But he had he wins an MVP. He, he gets eight million dollars. Oh, if well, he that, finishes that's, second through fifth, he gets seven. Well, that's possible. He could very well be an MVP guy. Oh, yeah. If he plays 100. The dude collected almost a five war, and he played like 60 games. So this is the thing. And I was I was kind of thinking about the math in my head, right? Because I'm not expecting Byron Buxton to be healthy for all seven years. I'm just not expecting it, right? But no, if I he's healthy, he is. Even if he's healthy for four, he's still worth $100 million. Oh, easily. <laughs> I actually <laughs> like, caught a foul ball from him at a minor league game. Oh really? Yeah, he was playing in Pensacola. He is a he is he is an, as elite as someone. Is he one of the best athletes in baseball, baseball history? I it's hard to say because I never saw Willie Mays play or any guys like that. Obviously, obviously, but I would to, say no he's top. He might be number one right now. I oh, I think that. he's definitely and, number one right now. And when you have the influx of athletic talent that the league has right now. I would say it's probably a safe bet to say he's up there, yes. Yeah, I, I just love it. I do. I, I love Byron Bucks, and I think that's a great deal for the Twins. I know they, they're kind of reeling right now from Josh Donaldson signings and whatnot, but I love the deal. I, I think it's – I, I love that pretty. signing for both of them. I mean, he got – his injuries, you don't know how much longer he's going to be able to play. Hopefully it's a while, so he's he's secure now. That's life-changing money, to say the least. Yeah. And, I mean, they got their guy. That's going to be their – their star, they're hoping for the future. So I like it so, a lot. And this sides. is actually this is actually something that just came on the top of my head, and you could prove me wrong right now because I'm just free balling. 
Byron Buxton is the, basically the future of the Twins. I think the best player in their system. They have a lot of good talents. Alex Kirilov, he ain't the guy. I mean, he is going to be great, but he's not their guy. It's Byron Buxton, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just made a thought in my head. When a center fielder is a team's guy, do they succeed? Because now I thought Mike Trout, and they haven't really had much success. But then my, my thoughts really just stopped there. I can't think of another team that built around a center fielder. But I'm curious. Well, Acuna, you could argue he's the guy. No, okay, okay. See, there, that's where my argument probably stops because Acuna is the guy and he is a center fielder. So I was just curious. I didn't know if there was any correlation, and that's why I was asking. Mickey Mantle was the guy for a while. I was about to say Mickey. That's who it just came Billy out. Billy Mays. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. There's a couple. There's a couple pretty good ones out there. The problem with center field was so long so, for a long time. Just position, and it's kind of new where since Mike Trout came up, where these guys are just bangers, where they just come up and they can do both. Right. But I, I would say I don't worry about any that really because Buxton is just he's he's something that the league hasn't really seen in a long time. It's maybe Ricky. No, hundred percent. I'm not taking anything away from Buxton. I wasn't taking anything away from Trout. Uh, I wish they would figure the hell out in L.A. I think they've gotten unlucky. I mean, I look back; they may have made some bad signings. The Josh Hamilton thing was awful, but the pool hole signing, I don't blame them. I mean, you you, you thought you were getting no. Okay, maybe the length. Because the like, problem is, everyone knows he's older than what he says he is. They knew it when they signed him because all the GMs from that time said they knew it. So why did you sign him to 10 years? I don't get it. No, I don't get and, 10 years. But at the same time, you are thinking, if, if even if I have to give him 10 because that's what he's going to demand, if I can even get four, four and a half of the really good right-handed, best right-handed hitter all-time level numbers, it's worth it. They just didn't get that. <laughs> no, and also I also want to make note of the fact that Anthony Rendon contract it's really going to look real bad. It's going it to look, look real, real bad. I'm so he's only been in it for two years. Caleb, I can't I can't agree with something more with you. I've never been a Rendon fan. I can't believe it. I love I could... Rendon, and I loved him coming out of Washington. But I just – I don't know. He doesn't look even interested in playing. It's weird. He's He never really has. I know, but at least he was good. Like, now he's, like, a below-average hitter, and he's always been an okay fielder. And now I don't know what you have with him. You have a third guy getting the fifth-most AAV in baseball. Yeah, and he's just like standing there. I I don't. It's that that um angels the worst front office and maybe in sports. Maybe. And they've been gifted Otani and Trout. Yes, they got gifted the two best. They took Randall Grichik ahead of Mike Trout, and they got lucky that Trout was that guy. Yeah, and and on top of that, they had a chance this off season to rebuild with their starting rotation after Pools came off the books. And what do they do? They take a flyer on a guy who hasn't thrown more than six innings in two years. Wait, for $20 wait, million. Dollars. Wait, what? Caleb? Caleb? What? Can uh, I explain why I like that signing? <laughs> I'll disagree, but you can. So this is this is why. And I agree. I don't trust it. I don't think in the slightest that the best possibility to happen is that he comes out and he's the Noah center guard we once knew and loved. But He blocked me on Twitter. Did he really? Yeah, anyway. <laughs> but what I will have to say for Noah Syndergaard's sake and the Angels' sake, the Angels are in a weird spot. They got Trout, Otani. They kind they're all over the media, obviously. With Jared the two Walsh is also very good. Jared Walsh is really good, right? Uh, Joe Adele showed some signs this year, right? Yeah. They think okay, I need a pitcher who offers extreme upside. Right. I mean, I'm talking ace level upside because I don't have it. There's no ace in LA. 
besides, I mean, Otani's an ace, but he needs help. He, he's not like a lights out. Like if Noah Syndergaard hits a ceiling, he's a better pitcher than Otani. Yeah. Right. So for Noah Syndergaard, we have a little bit of money to play with instead of locking up a, a Gaussman or a Ray or even a Scherzer. I think they made a play at Scherzer. I'm not hundred percent sure. Right. Instead of doing that, they say, Syndergaard, you have a similar ceiling as all of those guys. I don't have to, I don't have to lock you up for big. If you want 20 mil, I'll give it to you. You say you're healthy, please fucking stay healthy. I mean, I think that's literally what it comes down to. We'll pay you the money. We need you. And it's right. just, I think it's, I think it's literally a roll of the dice of what the LA Angels are is going to happen. Because if he comes it out is. and stays healthy and he's the Noah Syndergaard we know and love, this team could compete. This team could be really good with a Noah Syndergaard esque level talent. But if he's hurt and they blow twenty million down the drain in another year down the drain, that's the risk they took. Okay, I've got multiple thoughts on this. I'll rattle them off really quickly. One, Noah Syndergaard's last full year was in 2018, which is now three years ago. And he had a whole 4.3 ERA. Bad. Really bad. Not $20 million worth. Then he missed two years. Then he came back this year and only threw fastballs. So what that tells me is he's still rehabbing from Tommy John, which means an innings limit is in his horizon, which means that if he's going to throw 130 innings, he's not worth $20 million. And that's probably what his innings cap's going to be. Also, when you're a team that desperately needs pitching because you've got the best player maybe in the history of baseball and maybe the most talented player in the history of baseball both on your team and you need to win now, probably don't take a flyer. Just go get a guy like Marcus Stroman. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I'm not going to argue with really any of those points because I get it, right? I get it. And if he is Noah Syndergaard and he's Thor going out there throwing 99-mile-per-hour sinkers and no one can touch him, then great. Fine, you did great. I'll say that I was wrong. No center, I will never see that I said that because he had blocked me. But I will say that I was wrong. That's all. That's all I'm saying. I'm saying I can, but, and I hope, I, and I hope that happens because I want Mike Trout to be in the World Series. I want to see Shohei Otani hit a home run and pitch seven innings in a World Series game. That's what I want. But I don't. I don't see the the upside's there, but it's very, very hard to imagine that happening. And so I actually kind of agree, right? I think that. Well, I don't think it was the greatest signing. I'm going to give validity to what the Angels are doing because I think, and I'm just a believer, I guess, in Syndergaard. I, I've remembered the elite years we got out of Syndergaard and the nasty stuff he could throw. Can he even throw it anymore? I'm not sure. I haven't talked to him, right? So I don't know. That's why I'm saying I think it's literally the roll of the dice. But here's, don't you think that they should have gone with, oh, you can roll the dice. But if you're going to roll the dice, if they would have gotten another stabilizing presence with a guy like a Kevin Gosman who didn't get an insane amount of money. Yeah, but we're not like you could have done that. Both of them. I have a question because now this, that this side's deeper into the entire pitching class. If they, I think it's the length that is now scaring the angels on these deals, right? It isn't the the money because they still pay 20 mil to Syndergaard. That's the same amount of AAV roughly as Gosman, Right. They didn't want to give the years is my thought, right? My thought is, is Gosman is, was really great last year, but he has shown signs of not being an elite pitcher. Same thing with Robbie Ray. Same thing with Marcus Strong. So maybe they, as soon as they didn't want to pay the 43 mil to Scherzer, their next greatest bet for that level of upside without having to give five, six years was Noah Syndergaard. And that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying it's the right decision. I'm not saying that that's what they should have done. But I can see why that's their thought process and what the the history they have and what they really have to do within the next three five years with Trout and Otani. 
So I, I can I see the reason. That's all I'm, I just I see it. So that's why I kind of like it. I kind of see the reason, and I like Noah Syndergaard a lot. I always have. I, I don't know. I, I could be wrong. I'm not saying I'm right. I could be wrong. Yeah, I can think I cut out there for a second. Um, but I hope he did. You hear any? Of, did you hear any of my soliloquy about the Angels? I did not. My Wi-Fi turned off. I had to turn to a hotspot real quick. Oh no! So, okay, I'll just I'll, I'll shorten it because it was kind of a long little rant. I'm just saying with the Angels' past history of handing out long deals, maybe they didn't want to lock up a Gossman who's shown signs of streakiness. Ray shown signs of streakiness. Stroman shown signs of streakiness. They didn't want to give Scherzer 45 mil, so instead. They go with their second best bet on a low year deal with Noah Syndergaard, who has upside. That's that's why I see the reason in it, and that's why I, I kind of can understand what their thought process was. And I would agree with you if they had more than one pitcher right now, because they have. If Noah Syndergaard, even if he is Noah Syndergaard, and that's a big if, but if he is, you still only have two starting pitchers that are even worth mentioning. Yeah, and that's not enough. Yeah, I, I get it. I'm not saying that they're World Series contenders if no one's in regard to no I want series. them to be so bad. That's why it hurts me because I really want to see Mike Trout and Joey Otani and Jared Walsh and all these what guys. Would have, what would have happened if they would have just – what if they would have gone Texas Ranger style and just signed Corey Seager and Max Scherzer and said, come on. <laughs> if they were signed Corey Seager, I think everybody would be like, what the hell are you doing? You need pitching. Stop spending money on big bats. And then they went out and got Scherzer the next day. I mean, that would have been – That'd be a star-studded lineup. I'd both I think much. anybody. I think we can make that case for any team, and they're happy. Hey, what, what, what do we think that the Pirates woke up and spent money and went and got Corey Seager and Max Scherzer? If that happened, I don't know what I think. I'd still think they're the worst team in the league, just with two really good players. <laughs> Pittsburgh's so bad. They're not even. They have Cabrian Hayes and Brian Reynolds, and then nothing. I and I love Cabrian Hayes. Oh, he's he's gonna be really good. I think mean, he's already really good. Uh, the last signing I want to get into, then I, I do want to break into some Cardinals talk because I I do want to. I know we got a a bunch to say, a bunch to say, both of us. Uh, the Rays signed Corey Kluber, uh, Corey Kluber, also trade Joey Wendell to the Red Hot Marlins, who seem to be making some moves. Uh, I like the I love the Kluber deal. Uh, I like any deal that results with any pitcher going to Tampa Bay because they're gonna get better. Yeah. And they're yeah. going to do something great, and he's going to pitch three innings in a division series game, probably of no-hit baseball, <laughs> and then they're going to pull him. <laughs> and then, they're, yeah, and then who knows what's going to happen after that. But, I mean, look at what Colin McHugh did with them this year. Like, he was incredible. I think, he, I think he can teach Shane Boz so much. And Shane uh, I mean, Boz yeah, anyone could pitch. If you want to learn pitch shaping and how to sequence, I mean, Corey Kluber's your guy. And, he, and he's part of that guardian system that seems to – Filter pitchers in left and right. Yeah, they they've got they've got quite the funnel of pitching talent there. I'll tell you what. And none Cleveland. of it stays in and none of it stays in Cleveland. <clears throat> Shane Bieber. <clears throat> Bring Shane Bieber to the Cardinals. You still on that train? Oh, I'm gonna be on that train until next year's deadline. He might be different. He might be different. What would it, what would you say if uh, again? Okay, well we've already discussed that. All right. I just want to say that I like the Kluber deal. I I like <laughs> and I like the moves the Marlins have made. Jacob oh, Stallings, I, I, the Marlins are going to be really good. Sandy Alcantara, five year that that deal was nuts. What is his agent doing? Uh, his agent was like, "Dude, you get three years of financial security." I get it, but that's Sandy. I mean, you, you just saw Noah Syndergaard who didn't pitch in two years, 
get twenty million for one year, Fandy. You're right. Buddy, you're I, worth I, a lot I can't. More than argue, that. I can't argue the financial security bullcrap. He could have got so much more. He, okay, and I get it. It is life changing money, and God knows if I had that much money shoved in my face right now, I would sign. But I'm also I also don't throw ninety nine mile per hour sinkers for a living, so I maybe I maybe hold off. So but here's the thing. Andy, I have a question. No, I have a question because I, I want your honest answer about this. Okay. The uh, the the Blue Jays are paying. Jose Barrios, seven years, what is it, 140, 170 something mil, something ridiculous. It's like a, it's a hundred, it's under 20 mil a year. I know that. So it's like a 117 or something weird. Right. So a large, big deal for Jose Barrios. Is he better than Sandy Alcantara? He's not, but he's worth the money <laughs> they gave him, I think. The only reason he got that level money, and this is the serious answer, and it's the honest truth, because arbitration sucks. If the only reason he got that money is because instead of having, Three years of free ball for Alcantara, they have none, and you lock them up. Yeah. Like, that's all it is. Like, that's a very attractive move for a guy because you're looking at a guy, arbitration, he's getting maybe nine, nine million a year after, right? Once he enters it, and now he's getting, I don't remember the exact numbers, but would it be 15 around that? No, like, you'll get like 11. 11. So, I mean, nine for probably the last year of arbitration, but now he's getting 11 for multiple years where he'd be getting maybe three, five million. So, in the long run, it's probably going to the open market. He's still going to be set to the open market before he's 30. Yeah, and that's – he's going to get a decent amount of money in his life. I think he'll be fine. But Yeah, I think he's going to pay his next paycheck. He is a very – he's maybe – he's one of the most talented pitchers in baseball with what he's got. Yeah, 100%. 100%. And we traded him for Marcelo Zuna. Yeah, I don't even want to talk about Marcelo Zuna. No, not me either. <laughs> uh, we can we can shift that into some St. Louis Cardinals talk. What the what 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 why why <laughs> why we we charge fifteen dollars a beer. Yep, and fifteen dollars for some for three little chicken tenders and some fries. But we spent forty four mil for Stephen Max. That's all we did. Um, this makes me mad, so I'm going to try and compose myself because I go off the rails at times. I'm with you. Um, I don't know. I don't mind the Stephen Matt steal at all. I love it. But why is that all you're doing? I don't, they're not even being talked about right now. Luis Garcia just went to the Padres. We didn't even get the guys back. We're not even the same team we were when we weren't good enough to win. So now, uh, like what? I don't get it. I don't even have words at this point. I don't know what they're doing. Yeah, it's to me, it's literally flat out ridiculous. <laughs> kind of a slap in the face. It's flat out ridiculous, and here's why. Right to me, you squeaked in the playoffs, and I get it. You had a 17 game win streak. Blah blah blah. Okay, I I love it. I'm happy with it happened. We made the playoffs, but at the same time, without John Lester and Jay Happ, you do not get there. Not even close. You don't get there. You were not that great of a baseball team. You were good. You were you were a little above average, probably. But it's fair not... to say that they did underperform for a long portion of the season. But there were reasons. They, they were obvious. But injuries. Yeah. Okay, but you can only blame so much on injuries. That doesn't excuse the fact that if we had a Trevor Story, who I'm not even that high up, but if we even had a Trevor Story in our lineup, and I get wider high, if we even had a Trevor Story in our lineup, or a Kyle Schwarber, or Benny Edge, or a Scherzer, or a Gosman, or anything else... <laughs> You're there. But you're I gonna think stay. they're going to get Kyle Schwarber. You do? 
I do. He said he wanted a different kind of bat, and all the reports are saying that's a big lefty. And I think I, – I don't blame them for this one. I blame them for story, but I don't blame them for this one. You want to make sure that DH is coming to the NL, 100% sure. And until that happens and the CBA is agreed on, signing a DH that could potentially not even be useful would be a little strange. Uh, absolutely. So I have a question now because Correa is still on the open market. Yes. Story is still on the open market. Mm-hmm. Schwarber, Kershaw, yep. Castellanos, Conforto. I like Conforto a lot. Conforto, Freddie Freeman still out there somehow. If the Cardinals were to decide two of any of those guys, two of any of those bats. Two? Right? <laughs> I want one. Well, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm just I want here. two. I, I, I think we need to, but anyway, if we be okay, if we sign one, are we World Series contenders? I think if we sign one, we're World Series contenders. And that would probably the one would probably have to be Story or Correa, right? You yeah. don't think are we? We're not contenders with Castellanos. I think he's a good bat, great bat, but we're not a contender. That's see, that's that scenario hasn't entered my head because he's not coming here. No, he hates it here, but that's I'm just. Yeah, but um, no, we're not with Castellanos. Probably not with Schwarber. Um, If you get Correa, then they're immediately the favorite from NL Central because nobody else in this whole division is trying. The Brewers are losing players. The Reds are trying to trade everyone. The Pirates and the Cubs are just bad. So right now, I think right now where we stand today, we are the favorites, which means you look at the Atlanta Braves. They were terrible the first half of the year. They end up winning the World Series. So if you get in, you have a chance. Now, if they get Correa, yes, they're probably the favorite, one of the favorites in the NL Central. But they're not getting Carlos Correa because they won't give him anywhere close to that money. I want Trevor Story really bad because I think he's a game changer on the field. I really do. I like Trevor Story. And I, I think I, I've i been on a roller coaster because I wanted him and then I didn't. And then I fell in love with Correa. And I was like, screw Story, pay Correa out the ass. And then I kind of fell off Correa, came back on the story. So I'm here now. I want Trevor Story because I want another bat in this lineup. I don't care. I don't. I mean, you could pay Trevor Story and he could be your five hitter. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. That's a great yes. five hitter. With the speed, yeah. the stealing, the defense, the everything, the excitement. I did. I, I, maybe this will make your day. Probably not. This might be nothing, but I did see this. So, um, Trevor Story had a host a golf event this um past weekend for – some found his foundation he has. And in the picture he posted on Instagram was Matt Holiday, Matt Carpenter, and Nolan Arenado. Oh, if those three aren't telling him to come to St. Louis, then I don't know what to say. Oh, okay. Well, that makes me feel a little better. <laughs> I'm not it's gonna probably lie. nothing, actually... but that makes me excited. Maybe it's a possibility they're talking. I just I just want something. Just something. Give me anything. Throw me it's a not another Stephen Matz. Throw me a bat. Throw I think they'll get a bat. Throw me a Michael Conforto off the bench. You know what they're going to do? They're going to sign Jack Peterson. And that's it. I don't – if that's it, I'm not I'm not happy. But if we get, like, a story in a Peterson, I'm okay. Yeah, but I, they're not going to do that. They don't sign contracts. And when they I do, know. they're bad. Oh, okay. Well, always. They're always bad. Dexter Fowler and Andrew Miller were the last – that's the last big offseason we had with signings. I know. We couldn't wait for both those guys to be gone. <laughs> so I don't know what that says, but it's nothing good. Oh god! Well, it's been fun. It's a headache. It is. It, it is. It's been fun. It is. It's been a crazy last seventy-two hours. We've had baseball 
the scene of the MLB drastically change in the last how, few hours. How exciting is it to have baseball so hot right now on Twitter and everywhere, and then it's just going to be gone for two months, completely gone, silent? Yeah, I'm going to have to do, like, prospect reading and stuff like that to keep, like, I don't know. I'm going to have to <laughs> so busy because I'm amassed in the game of baseball. I love it. This has been a great 72 hours. Um, Caleb, thank you for joining me tonight. It was great to talk, great to chat it up. I'm sure in the coming, hopefully, we have maybe a little before the lockout. Probably not at this stage, but with well, the we've lockout. we got an hour. Yeah, so. Actually, that might be East Coast time. It might be done. Yeah, so I – I don't know. Maybe we'll have some stuff to talk about in the middle of December, but if not, we'll see some signings when this all is over. I hope it blows by quicker than expected. Yeah, it's officially locked. It's officially on lockout right now per Jeff Passon, and he never misses. So it's going to be a sad couple months for baseball fans, but hopefully it comes back harder than ever, but it's sad to have have it in such a great position right now and it to just kind of go cold turkey from us, so. Yeah, and that hurts. It hurts their game, it hurts their brand. It just hurts. It just looks bad, but yeah. that's what baseball does. They do something great, and then they look bad. Well, all right. Thanks for joining me tonight, Caleb. As always, you guys can find him on Twitter at Caleb Noble 8 He's also a co-host on the Morning Noble Sports Podcast, a great podcast. They chat up every every sport across the globe. Love them. Uh, Caleb, you got any last words you want to say? No, thanks for having me. It was a lot of fun to talk baseball. Vent on the Cardinals a little bit. That's always fun. So thanks for having me. Yeah, not a problem. It's always fun to have you on. As always, hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Peace.